0: You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie
1: Harris. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today we have Kristen Reed from Nursing Your Way to Wellness. Kristen, thanks so much for being here with us today. Hi, Katie. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, All right. So, Kristen, why don't you start by giving us a little bit of background about you as a nurse? What kind of nurse are you and how did you get started in nursing?
0: Sure. Um, So how I got started in nursing was an interesting story. I actually had started my career in physical therapy, had a bad accident where I broke my back, got put out, um, had to do um, almost a full year of rehab and I decided to go back and get my second degree in nursing. Um, I had a family full of nurses and I knew that nursing was always something that I felt drawn to. So as a a second path, I went into nursing. I started my career at the Cleveland Clinic in colorectal surgery. Um, After that, for about five or six years, I decided to transition to travel nursing. So I, you know, put all my belongings in storage, took a huge leap of faith, left my hometown and went to Boston where I started travel nursing. And then I went all over. So I did um, med surge. I went to California and did um, ortho, cardiac step down, which I had no experience in, another leap of faith, went to Charlotte, North Carolina, did ortho med surge. And then came back in Boston where I had met my fiance and which is where I now live. So that's kind of where my nursing career, traditional bedside nursing has taken
1: me. Did you like the travel nursing?
0: I loved it. I say it's one of the best decisions I ever made, partially because I met my fiance. But um, I think if if you don't have much tying you down, I think it really gets you out of your bubble, even if you don't realize you're in a bubble, we all are. And it gets you not only to see the parts of the country and even international, but you get to try out different patient populations, which I think is a really unique experience that we don't otherwise get to see. And then I have friends from all
1: over the country because of that, which is another added bonus. So that is a huge bonus. (laughs) Um, Okay, so you were travel nursing, then you met your fiance, you came, are you married at this point or are you guys still engaged? March. So COVID kind of put things behind. So we're, we're doing it in March. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um. So once you were travel nursing, was there anything that um, you didn't particularly like about nursing or any problems that you saw? Like what led you to start a business?
0: Yeah. So I've always had an interest in health and wellness. And I think that what happened was seeing so much traditional bedside nursing, I kept I kept encountering the problem or the, the challenge of not having enough time to spend with my patients, knowing that I had this increasing passion inside of me to really be able to educate them, guide them, teach them more, um, particular in with my discharges, because I felt like I was expected to just, you know, spend five minutes discharging them, give them everything they need to know. They're already overwhelmed. I'm trying to feed them all this information, give them tips and write down notes And then send them on their way and just hope that they don't come back to the hospital and so i think after years and years of doing that i just felt this growing passion and need to spend more time to realize how powerful it it, it was when i could spend time with patients and also just general public um, educating them on lifestyle changes and the importance of things like nutrition and movement and mindset and um, stress management and all of these things so I think that's what drew me to start my business was, you know, the, the lack of time in the inpatient setting and also sometimes the lack of resources where I felt and I still feel um, stretched thin, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to do all the things in a short amount of time, be efficient. And so what ends up suffering is that extra time that I would like to spend with patients offering them that, that wellness support and, um, and education that I just can't always do.
1: Yeah, and that extra time that you spend with patients, it, it doesn't get rewarded at all. It's like your peers are like, where the hell are you? We're like, what are you doing? Like, you, <laughs> that discharge should have taken you five minutes and it's, here you are like an hour later. And, and you know, so the perception is everybody has to pick up your slack because you're not, but it's like, that's really not fair to the patient. It's not fair to the nurses. It's not fair to anybody, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely, um, I couldn't agree more. And I, I also
0: found myself wanting to follow up with the patients and, and be able to be- That's a, reach- a big no-no. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so i just felt this urge of like, there's so much more I could do. I could make more of a difference. I could help them more. Um, so that was that was the impetus of me starting my practice.
1: Yeah, and I would say too, cause I, I remember a couple of years ago, um, I just had, it, I guess it was 2019 cause I wasn't scared of COVID at the time, but I had this really, really horrible flu And uh, I went, I finally, my parents convinced me to go to urgent care. uh, So I finally went, it took all my strength to get there. They were completely useless, um, you know, weren't able to do anything. But then they gave me this packet and it was literally 50 pages long of just absolute nonsense. And I was like, what the hell is this, <laughs> but this discharge packet, they jam packed it with all this stuff about, you know, how not to trip on a rug and and this kind of stuff. And uh, yeah. it was completely useless. And, you know, I always thought about that because I, I worked neurocritical care uh, and our stroke patients, you know, those poor people, they yeah. get this massive packet yeah. of stuff mm-hmm. and they're sent home and mo- 99% of it's useless and whatever is useful in there is buried so deeply, you'll never find it. Yeah.
0: And I work in neuro-intermediate care now, so I
1: know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) So what did you decide to do about the problem? Like, what was your solution? Yeah. So um,
0: 2018, I um, started my own holistic health practice, Nursing Your Way to Wellness. So there I offer one-on-one personalized health coaching um, to individuals. I also offer group wellness programs and then corporate wellness programs for workplace um, workplaces and corporate settings as well. So this was my way to be able to, you know, touch people in a very personalized way with one on one coaching addressing everything from, you know, stress management to nutrition to um, self care and to mindset and how we're moving our bodies and how we're taking care of ourselves and really putting ourselves first, prioritizing our self-care. So that was the the motivation behind starting my practice. I do still work some hours at Brigham and Women's in the neuro step down unit. So I have my foot in the door doing some bedside still, which I love. And I've created a wellness program at, at the hospital for our staff. Um, and so that's a nice way that I can kind of Marry the two. I still love bedside nursing, but my my nursing your way to wellness practice is um, where my heart is completely at.
1: Yeah, a bet. So, what was it like? Were you just sitting around one day and thought, "Gee, I'm going to start this business," or how did it? Do you remember the moment when you decided you were going to do something? I, you know, it was a
0: it was a gradual. I think I had the fire in me, and I was just so afraid. You know, that overwhelm of where do I start? How could I, as a nurse, start a business? Like that's unheard of. Um, I'm not supposed to do that. (laughs) So I think it was just a gradual um, growing inside of me. And then finally, one day, I just said, I'm just going to go for it and take the leap of faith. And um, here I am three years later, and um, grateful to have a thriving practice and to have the autonomy to do what I want to coach, you know, pretty much without borders with my patient or my clients, I'm sorry, and um, be able to see their transformations is really very, very rewarding.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, and I, I love what you're doing. But I am kind of curious, like, what were some of the hangups that you had? You know, I know you said that, you know, you didn't know if you were even allowed to do this. And I I actually had the same problem when I first started. I was like, I don't know, I think I'm, I need somebody to say it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but how did you know like it was going to happen? Did you start off doing something that you're not actually doing now, or like what were kind of the steps that you took to get to where you are? Yeah, I actually started off doing what I do now.
0: And I started off with one-on-one clients. Um, and basically, I felt like my struggles were that I, I'm all heart and I have all the creative ideas and the passion, but I knew nothing about business smarts, nothing about technology, you know, how to start a business, how to grow a business, the legalities, the numbers, the, the back end stuff was the biggest struggle. And I still struggle with that now, but I have... I have help, I have an assistant, I have, you know, taken courses and had business coaches and things like that. Um, So I've come a long way, but I still, you know, I'm teaching myself everything that I learn and slowly the business side is starting to
1: meet the, the heart and the creative side of me, so... (laughs) <laughs> yeah and we all struggle through those <laughs> exact same things uh you know and that i like to say that you know certainly we weren't taught how to start a business in nursing school and that certainly was not the focus and stuff but mm-hmm. when you look at nurses and what they've been managed to do in a unit to solve problems with like low resources no budget that kind of stuff it, it is like a startup um that the people that nurses are able to do so i'm like you already are mm-hmm you already have the skill set, you know.
0: That's such a good point. It's so true. We're, we're innate problem solvers and, you know, team players. And I think there are so many qualities of nurses that make, make us great business uh,
1: leaders as well. Right. Okay. So you started out with one-on-one services. Uh, Do you offer other things at this point as well?
0: Yeah, so at this point it's the three. So it's one-on-one personalized coaching group wellness programs, which I'm having my next one in January, a 21-day mind-body reset, and then the wellness um, in the workplace. So like corporate wellness programming. And that could look like coming in on a one-time basis or um, a quarterly basis or monthly basis, where um right now it's via Zoom virtual because of the pandemic, but going into the business or, or meeting on Zoom and teaching on a variety of wellness topics, whether it's an interactive workshop, a cooking demo. I do um, health coach office hours. So their employees can come to me for 20 minutes at a time and just kind of have mini sessions with me. And that's really fun too. So those are the the three main aspects of my business for now.
1: Okay. And so how do you get a, um, like a consistent supply of, of clients coming to you?
0: Most of my clients are referrals. So word of mouth has been probably my number one source. Also, I would say the next thing would be networking groups, um, you know, being featured in different things. I've won some awards. I I write for our local newspaper sometimes, things like that, where people just hear my name and and oftentimes they don't know what health coaching is. And so they're coming to me saying, I know I need you, but I don't exactly know how you're going to help me and what you're going to do. And are you going to make me stop eating chocolate and drinking coffee and are you gonna make me you know run 10 miles a day yeah I'm definitely
1: not coming then
0: (laughs) so once I tell them no no and no they're like sign me up
1: (laughs) that's that's really funny um how did you get into like the corporate wellness because that's uh that seems like a really good gig but it also seems like a hard place to get your foot in the door
0: yeah, I love it so much. Um, I just started actually approaching businesses and saying, you know, I developed this wellness program at Brigham and Women's Hospital, we call it Wellness Days, and it's been so successful. We're taking it hospital wide. And I said, you know, to see the transformation that this has made in our institution, which is already health, you know, health focused, imagine what it could do in a in a corporation or a workplace that knows nothing about well-being and wellness. So I, I just presented it to some businesses, and um, some people were more hesitant than others. But I have, you know, a financial firm, a tech firm, all different businesses, different sizes, different, uh, you know, different areas of expertise. But um, they all find it very helpful.
1: That's awesome. So are you? Um, are you? By yourself or do you have like a team of coaches working for you or and is that in the if not is that in that kind of like the 2022 business plan or what <laughs> talk about that
0: yeah so i am by myself i'm a solopreneur for now um i have two assistants who are my saving grace um one's more of a tech assistant and one is kind of my right hand woman and right now i'm by myself doing all the coaching and all the programming and, and the workshops but that is in the plan for the future to be able to train coaches that
1: could work, you know,
0: with me as a team. But for now, it's just me.
1: So let me ask you this. Did you get like formal coaching certification? Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: I got, um, so I'm a board certified holistic nurse and then a nationally certified health and wellness nurse coach. And that was through advancing nurse coaching.
1: Oh, that's Lynn McCreight's group, right? Yeah, yep exactly yeah she's awesome we've had her on um and yeah i love that so um you know i didn't realize it, especially when i first got started years ago that uh the nurse coaching was such a big uh field and you know what they so do you want to talk a little bit about how nurse coaching is different from like what you learn in nursing school
0: mm-hmm. sure uh, i would say they're not very similar at all. I mean, nursing school, and and I think many people would agree too. the curriculum you learn in nursing school is nothing compared to what you learn on the floor, you know, hands, you know, hands on at the bedside in the trenches. Same thing I would associate nurse coaching. I mean, being able to be with someone one-on-one when they're sharing their most vulnerable parts of their, their health and their well-being with you, um, but it really takes a lot. It's like life coaching, you know, learning how to ask questions, learning how to guide people to their own insights without telling them what to do. Um, so, you know, there, is, there are some elements of health coaching with bedside nursing, in particular, when you're trying to um, offer support to patients when you're trying to help them with lifestyle changes and things like that, there's definitely parts of that that come out in me with the bedside nursing. But in general, I would say health coaching and the nurse coaching aspect of it is so much more autonomous. We have so much more freedom to be able to, to offer them that support and again, guide them to their own insights to try to inch our way towards making these small changes towards their
1: goals overall. Okay, and what is kind of your... Um, I guess, philosophy in in how you help people move from where they are to where they want to be?
0: I love that question. So I'm all about small practical changes to get big results. So with my clients, I really work on these little changes and we meet every two weeks. So making these little changes, again, inching our way to their goals. And then when when we meet next, we're addressing how did those little mini action items go? Where did we struggle? Where did we fall down? How can we keep um, tweaking those little action items so that we can get closer to our goals? And then the other part of that is my health coaching philosophy is I operate on what I call my 4M framework. So it's mindset starting with at the bottom. So believing you can accomplish something, how we talk to ourselves, our attitude, our perspective, And then the next one is um, movement. So how are we moving our body? Really incorporating lifestyle changes of movement not just the all or nothing thinking of, you know, if I didn't do an hour long boot camp class and drip sweat, I didn't move my body or I didn't work <laughs> out. I'm really thinking of it more of as a lifestyle. You know, can we tweak in, can we sneak in five minutes here? Can we take the stairs there? Can we stretch before bed? How can we incorporate movement into our lives? And then the third one is meals. So all about nutrition. How can we, my, my philosophy on nutrition is how can we choose foods that best support our body? It's not about good or bad or right or wrong or um, depriving ourselves, but really just choosing foods that make our body feel good. And then the last one is me time. So this is all about stress management. How are we taking care of ourselves? How are we sleeping? Are we getting enough enough sleep, the quality, the quantity of our sleep? So those four M framework, that's how I coach my clients and that is how I um I'm proud to offer a really holistic approach to coaching. So I'm not just nutrition. I'm not just exercise and movement, but really seeing the whole person and touching on those four categories has proved very effective for my clients.
1: Yeah, I know. I love that a lot. And I see you're also, you also do Reiki.
0: Yes, I'm a, um, certified Reiki master. Um, I've been for about three years. So I do offer virtual Reiki as of now because of the pandemic, but I incorporate that with my clients as well for some of the mind body. It's very complimentary to our coaching.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Um, So how do you like it? So is somebody comes to you and let me ask this in a two part question. Um, What type of people end up coming to you and how do you um, start out a session with them? Like where do you even start with somebody in, in coaching?
0: Yeah. So I specialize in, in women's health coaching. So women's health women's wellness is my, my, um, my passion. And how I start off with them is I first take a very detailed bio um, health intake bio form. So I ask everything from the obvious things like allergies, health history, diseases, current symptoms, you know, if they're menstruating, if they have children, but then the sort of behind the scenes things, you know, are they having, have they had trauma? Are they having any, you know, struggles right now? Are they, you know, what medications are, are they on? Um, you know, the, the more intimate things that might be less obvious. Have they worked with a coach before? And, it, and if not, what are their fears of working with a coach? How can I meet them where they're at? That's very important to me, no matter what their level is. And then we Once they do the intake form, I review that extensively, because I want to kick our first session off, you know, hitting the ground running. So at our first session, we will go over the intake form, I'll clarify anything and kind of ask some more questions, because I do find when I verbally am talking with the client, I will find out more than just what they wrote down. And sometimes they'll forget whole things to, to, you know, to write down in in the intake form. So I'm able to sort of pull back those layers a little bit more to get more information. And then what I love to do in my, the second part of the first session with them is take them through this really powerful guided meditation, which helps them to gain some clarity on where they are now, where they want to go and what their goals are so that we can, you know, again, it helps them get very clear on what our goals are. So we know what we're working towards. We have a sort of GPS. We're not just flailing in the wind trying to make a bunch of changes all at once and again making these small incremental
1: changes with each session yeah i love that and it's i think it's important for client retention as well because when you do try to and i think that's where western medicine really is just kind of drop the ball because if you go in and it's your six-month visit or even a six-week visit and they're like oh you need to lose 20 pounds and it's just kind of like uh yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> not going to happen. You know, just uh, like a, a, a blanket statement like that doesn't yeah. facilitate change in any way, shape or form. I couldn't
0: agree more. And I have clients and, you know, friends and family who will say the same thing. Oh, you know, my client, my doctor said, just take this Pepsid and come back in a few, in a few months or lose time, <laughs> a few months. Months, or, you know, take this blood pressure pill. And, and then I'll say, this just happened with a family member of mine. And Um, He got put on metroprolol. And I said, well, did the doctor talk to you at all about, you know, your diet or your exercise and lack thereof? And he said, no. And that's where I I am like, I have to hold back because I'm, I feel so passionate about it. We have to get to the, the root cause. This is all band-aid. How can we make lifestyle changes? And even if they're small and just manageable, manageable little things um, little tweaks that people might not even realize how easy they are, how simple they are, but that they make a huge difference. So um, that's where I come in and I say, okay, everyone needs a health coach.
1: <laughs> we all need a health coach. That's funny. Um, all right. And I'm also, I'm looking at your website and I see that you have these products and I, I see you have this organic elderberry syrup. Do you make that yourself? or where did... I actually have a, a pot brewing right now. I do. Do you really? That's amazing. Tell me a little bit about the, the different products that you, you make and why they're good for you. Yeah. So the product
0: section of my business really came about so naturally that my very first product, which is still my bestseller is the personalized self-care kit. And that came about from me posting on social media, my own little basket of self-care items that I would carry around and just have in like a little cozy nook when I wanted to have some stress relief and self-care. And it was some affirmation cards, a candle, some essential oils, um, some beads, you know, different things that just provided some calm and peace to me. And then um, I, I have always been a, a gift giver. So I would give people a gift. They would, you know, they would comment on that and say how much they loved it. So I started giving people gifts that mirrored some kind of a, a you know, a kit or a basket that had self-care items in it. And they became so popular that people said, that gift you got me, could I could I buy one of those for my mom's birthday or for my friend who just had a baby or, you know, someone's going through a hard time and I'd like to send her a little, you know, get well gift. And so that came about just organically and it's totally taken off. And, you know, now it's almost, uh, it's the holiday season. So it's it's a popular time for them as well. And then I have an affirmation card deck, which what I love about it is, again, this came about from my own use and just wanting to create a product that I will use. So it's an affirmation, but it also has action items and journal prompts. So you can use it to start your day or your week and just, um, you know, be able to create some intentions. And then also for people who do like to journal, it gets your creative juices flowing and gives you some prompts to work towards. And then I have clean candles, which are essential oil-based candles that kind of speaks for themselves, um, you know, trying to, to worry about uh, be or be aware of environmental toxins and um, things like that, and then some products like the elderberry syrup. They're more seasonal. Again, you know, me sharing my own what I'm what I'm doing in my kitchen, and people saying, "Can I buy one? Can you send me that?" <laughs> so it's kind of, it's really. Um, I feel very blessed to be able to do things that have just kind of fit into, it just came about naturally. And, and even if I had all the business sense in the world, I don't know if I could have come up with that. So I, I, uh, yeah, that's, that's
1: that's a big part of business is that it, it kind of evolves and you start like new opportunities just come. So I I have a lot of nurses that, you know, want to start a business and they're not really sure. And I'm like, you just start with something that you love doing and don't worry about how you're going to make money. Just do it because you love doing it. And the money, the monetary aspect to it will, it'll manifest itself. The opportunity will be there. So I
0: couldn't agree more because I also think that to, to go off of what you're saying, Katie is people buy from people and they, they buy because they want your energy and like, they feel a connection with you. So when you have that passion, the rest will come. And that's how I feel with my business. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to be able to do what I absolutely love and what I'm passionate about. And it doesn't feel like work to me.
1: Right. Well, I just purchased the elderberry stuff. So I hope that's (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> whatever you're cooking just send it my way <laughs> I'll take it off the stovetop top and put it right in a box for you <laughs> I know I'm really excited um okay so what what is kind of like the big picture for 2022 what's coming up and and um you know just kind of to wrap up like how can people find you and and uh, order some of your elderberry syrup as well
0: Thank you, Katie. Thank you so much. And I just want to say thank you for having me. Um, So what's coming up for me in the new year. So I have my January mind body reset. It's a 21 day virtual program. I love it. It's a group program. So lots of access to me um, on a daily basis. We have group self care activities, a private Facebook group, um, lots of high touch um, things just to help sort of kick off the the new year with a fresh start um, sort of you know, eating healthy. I have a cookbook that I give all the participants and we just work on really, you know, taking care of ourselves um, at the best level that we can. So I'm looking forward to that, that you can find on my website. It's nursingyourwaytowellness.com and I have an events tab and you can register for that. And then as in terms of what I'm looking forward to in the new year. So I am in thinking of scaling my business. I have to Realize that I'm only one person, and I can only do so many one-on-one clients, uh, which I'm realizing as I'm waitlisted uh, currently. So I will be doing much more uh, group programs, group group coaching, and then group wellness programs that will expand. Thinking of bringing on more team members for sure, and then I'll be creating a course. That's that's the big one on my list. So. That's what's um next for me. i I'm just thrilled. I have so many ideas. I'm always just taking notes and what's next. and and um, definitely no shortage of ideas here. So I'm excited for what's to come for the business and how I can just make wellness more accessible, bring it to more people, how I can you know show people that there's a better way. we can you know live healthier, feel better. Um, you know, be able to do the things we want and just have more joy in our lives. So that's, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to most. And then people can find me, as I said, my website, nursingyourwaytowellness.com. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at nursingyourwaytowellness. And um, I love to just chat with people. People can feel free to message me, you know, ask questions. I have a lot of nurses that message me and say, Hey, you know, I'm a bedside nurse. I see that you're a coach. How'd you do it? tell me what your advice is. So I'm always happy to to help other nurses,
1: especially, and chat with them. That's awesome. Kristen, well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much, Katie. Thanks for having me.